Hello everyone and welcome to the PJB Sports Pod. Hello, welcome to another episode. This is the 2022 Sao Paulo Grand Prix recap episode. Uh, go a little, go over the weekend warm up, some storylines from before the race, and a little bit of like the stuff from practice qualifying, the sprint, um, the Grand Grand Prix recap, um, the results of the race, storylines from the weekend. And then going over my predictions and the podium prediction from me. Excuse me. So let's start with the weekend warm-up. Everything that happened before the race. Excuse me again. Lando Norris looked to be in danger of missing the race, possibly. Nick DeVries was even fitted for a seat in McLaren after it was reported Lando was dealing with a bad bout of food poisoning. The illness forced him to miss media duties on Thursday, but he found himself in the car for the entirety of the weekend. His 23rd birthday was celebrated on Grand Prix Sunday, so happy birthday, Lando. Uh, Haas of Kevin Magnussen ended up on pole, and unbelievable scenes erupting from that. Um, Watching that was uh, incredible. It was the moment where George Russell spun. You saw the Mercedes stuck in the gravel trap, and Kevin Magnussen's name was on top of the timing charts when the rain started coming down at Interlagos, ending essentially the session um, with no time being set to improve after the driver started on slick tires and now having to go to intermediates. Sergio Perez and Lewis Hamilton each did a lap on intermediates to see the conditions of the track, but came right back into the pits and it was over. Um, So then we saw... Kevin Magnuson getting out of the car, cheering and celebrating on top of it with all of the Haas team members. Gunther Steiner smiling with his headset on at the pit wall. And the two running together to hug out in the rain on pit lane. I mean, what was there not to like about that moment? Um, it reminded me of the beginning of the year when uh, K-Mag essentially was flown in to Bahrain last minute to test. Ended up getting, I think it was P5 in the very first race of the season. And... uh the hug and happy feelings between K-Mag and Gunther always bring a smile to my face and tears to my eyes, so that was beautiful. Um, Carlos Sainz took a five-place grid penalty for the race after he took new engine power parts to the power unit for his Ferrari. Obviously, the power unit penalties took place or were enforced after the sprint race results uh, for the actual Grand Prix start. Um, the little sprint race summary... Uh, what happened during the race, the sprint that is. Um, Kevin Magnuson took the lead early on, and he pulled out to a uh, eight tenth of a second at two point two second lead over Max Verstappen on the opening stages. Uh, Fernando Alonso and Esteban Ocon made contact not once but twice on the opening lap, resulting in Alonso losing his front wing and Ocon sustaining significant damage to the side pod of his Alpine. Alonso would be given a five-second time penalty after the race for his collision with his teammate, each driver blaming the other for the opening lap incident in the media sessions afterwards. Verstappen would rock up on the back of Kevin Magnussen and get past him for the, at the first time of asking, as do most of the cars behind, with Magnussen not really fighting with the top uh, front-running cars in the field. Russell followed Verstappen through and was super relaxed and focused on the task at hand, uh, so much so that he was calling track limit shots on Verstappen while following in his tire tracks. Verstappen was on the mediums, Latifi being the only other car not on the soft compound tires for the sprint, 
and Verstappen's tires were dying off as Russell's softs had continued to keep pace throughout the entire race. Russell would eventually scoot past Verstappen for the lead and drive off with the win. Sainz and Verstappen would come together while the Ferrari was trying to go for an overtake, breaking the front wing of the Red Bull. Uh, Lewis Hamilton would also end up going through to take P3 in the sprint to make the uh, finish a double podium for Mercedes in the opening racing action of the weekend and a front row lockout after Carlos Sainz's five-place grid drop for the Grand Prix on Sunday. Yuki Tsunoda started from the pit lane for the Grand Prix after he changed his floor, front wing, and rear wing after the sprint. Uh, Alex Albon would start last on the grid in P19 after, I believe, he took a new power unit. Um, I never honestly remember hearing the official thing, or maybe I did hear it and just blanking on it, but I feel like he took a new power unit to his car and would start it just at the back of the grid. Um, the top four drivers in the race all started on these soft compound tires with the two Ferraris and the Haas cars being the furthest forward starting on the mediums. So now let's get into the actual Grand Prix. Both of the Mercedes got away well off the line. The top four stayed in the same order with Lando Norris getting past Charles Leclerc for P5 and Carlos Sainz moving up behind his teammate. Daniel Ricciardo goes for an absolutely idiotic lunge on Kevin Magnussen at turn 8, causing a collision and forcing a safety car on lap 1 after Magnussen spun around and collected Ricciardo on the reverse off of the track. I I still can't get over this move from Ricciardo. I'm sorry if I just whacked the mic and gave you a weird sound. Um, this move from Ricciardo was so bad. Instantly, I was just like, what are you doing? Um, he, so turn 8... At Interlagos is after you do the double apex right-hander going uphill, and then you have the hard-breaking zone to the right. Um, Magnuson went for a half move on the car ahead of him, and Ricardo went for a move on the inside of Magnuson. And Magnuson, I don't know if he ever even knew Ricardo was there. And halfway through the corner, Ricardo quit braking and just let the car roll into the back of Magnuson. Magnuson spun. And uh, reversing off the track, ran into Ricardo as he was passing and took both of them out, forcing the safety car, which would come in at the end of lap six to resume the racing action. Hamilton and Verstappen made significant contact on the safety car restart in between turns one and two, um, which ended up breaking the wheel cover off of Lewis Hamilton's right front tire and the front wing off of Max Verstappen's Red Bull along with some possible floor damage. Um, it was a what most people said was a racing incident where Verstappen lunged very late around the outside just to get wheels ahead and have what he felt was entitlement to the racing line or at least more space before falling back further behind Hamilton going towards turn two when he had to slow down to make turn one. Uh, Hamilton not giving Verstappen any space on the exit and forcing contact. Uh, Verstappen ended up getting a five-second time penalty for this, although not really sure why. I, I genuinely think it's just a racing incident, and so did most of the pundits and analysts that I've heard since the accident happened. Uh, later on in the lap, Lando Norris and Charles Leclerc would make contact at turn seven, which threw Charles Leclerc into the wall. Uh, everybody um, involved in those two incidents, all four of these drivers, would continue on with the race, Verstappen having to come in for a new front wing at the end of the lap. Um, after all the accidents, Leclerc was P18, Verstappen P17, and Hamilton P8 after everything shook out. 
Like I said, Max Verstappen was given a five-second time penalty for causing the collision with Hamilton, and Lando Norris was given a five-second time penalty for causing the collision with Leclerc. Lando Norris came on the radio a handful of times after the incident, saying there was something strange with the steering through the right-hand corners, but nothing crazy was happening in terms of pace. Signs does overtake him for P3 with only Russell and Perez ahead, though. Hamilton ends up in P5 on lap 14, heading into the Senna S up to P4 on the next lap, going past Lando Norris. Excuse me. Carlos Sainz pits from P3 on lap 18. The slow stop shuffles him down the order with his right rear brakes overheating and smoking well after the pit stop is complete. Uh, afterwards on the replay camera, you see that there is a tear-off stuck in the brake cooling uh, ducts and ended up actually catching on fire as it was falling off during the pit stop. Um, Sainz would fall from P3 to P12 out of the pits before overtaking Alex Albon for P11 in the middle of his outlap. He then passes Lance Stroll and Mick Schumacher in the same part of the track throughout the same stint, and he ends up looking like the master of the middle sector at Interlagos. Russell is pulling away from Hamilton and closing up. Russell is pulling away from Hamilton or Perez as Hamilton is closing up to him um, in the battle from one to three. As the soft tire stint continues on for the front runners. Uh, Charles Leclerc pits from P16 for a second time for a set of soft compound tires, still coming out ahead of Nicholas Latifi in P17. Sergio Perez pits from P2 on lap 24 to go into a set of medium compound tires. Max Verstappen pits again on the same lap behind his teammate, serving his 5 second time penalty at the stop. George Russell covers him off with a stop on the next lap for a set of, set of medium tires as well. These two stopping leaves Lewis Hamilton to lead the race, coming back from P9 after his contact with Verstappen earlier on in the race. Norris drops to P12 after taking his 5-second tie penalty on his first pit stop. On lap 29, Lewis Hamilton says over the radio, It's getting quite dark out here. Is there rain any, is there any rain coming? Uh, commentary picks up on it and says that it's starting to look like it had over the weekend when showers were approaching the circuit. Hamilton pits later on, on that, later on that same lap from the lead of the race, going on to a set of medium compound tires, returning to the track in P4. On lap 38, uh, Sergio Perez's engineer says, let's go plan B, or just plan B, but we never see anything change from this point on in the race. On lap 42, George Russell, uh, his engineer says, we're thinking softs for the last stint, let us know if you'd rather have mediums. And George gives them the confusing and confounding reply of, yeah, copy, no soft. Yep. Um, <laughs> so then the final pit stops for the race. Carlos signs on lap 37 from P3 for a set of mediums to go to the end. Or at least it seemed like that. Lando Norris. Oh, wait. Charlotte Claire comes in for his third stop on lap 45 for a set of softs. Lando Norris. Uh, comes in from P8 on lap 46 for a set of softs. Sergio Perez lap 48 for a set of mediums. Lewis Hamilton comes in on lap 49 for a set of softs to go to the end, even going against his engineer saying he had good enough pace on his tires to keep going. Uh, Max Verstappen comes in from P6 on lap 49 for a set of softs. And George Russell is in on lap 50 from the lead for a set of soft compound tires. Signs is uncomfortably close behind him, but on much older medium tires, so it never looked as though the Ferrari was a threat. 
Speaking of signs, Carlos Sainz came on the radio on lap 44, asking if the race was with Checo for the finish, which the team confirmed. Commentary notes that if Lewis Hamilton were to pit again at the point uh, that this radio message had come across, he'd come out seven seconds behind the Ferrari. Lewis Hamilton overtakes Perez into turn one on lap 45, overtaking the Red Bull on pure merit, something we wouldn't have expected earlier on in the season. Um, Lando Norris came to a stop at the exit of turn 10 on lap 53, saying he'd lost power. The VSC is deployed, which turns into a full safety car on lap 55 when the car can't easily be moved off the track by the marshals. Uh, Alonso, Sainz, and Gasly all stop under VSC conditions. Alonso and Sainz going to softs with Gasly throwing on a pair of, or set of medium compound tires. This is, woo. The safety car comes in at the end of lap 59 for a 12-lap sprint to the finish with Russell, Hamilton, Russell and Hamilton on softs, Perez on mediums, and Sainz on softs as the contenders for the race victory. Leclerc would get past Valtteri Bottas for P5 on the restart and be on the rear wing of his teammate immediately. Then Carlos Sainz overtook Sergio Perez for P3 on lap 63 down towards turn 4. Uh, Charles Leclerc would get Perez down the main street on the next lap at the next time of asking. Max Verstappen overtook his teammate on lap 67 for P6 with the intention of getting Alonso and Leclerc to take points off of them to aid Perez in the battle for second in the Drivers' Championship. Perez is told that they sh that should they still be together on the last lap, the cars will slot back for points purposes. And uh, perfect boy Max Verstappen refused to change the order back, telling excuse me, telling the team uh, he had his reasons and not to ask him to do that again, and that he stood by his reasons as to why he didn't do it. So. Um, I believe Sergio Perez said it best on the radio when he heard what Max said, uh, saying that shows who he really is. Anyway, as the results of this race, George Russell wins the Sao Paulo Grand Prix. Lewis Hamilton and Carlos Sainz rounded out the podium. The rest of the points scoring finishers, we had Charles Leclerc, Fernando Alonso, Max Verstappen, Sergio Perez, Esteban Ocon, Valtteri Bottas, and Lance Stroll. The retirements from the race, we had Lando Norris with the mechanical failure, Daniel Ricciardo, and Kevin Magnussen after their lap one collision. Some storylines from the weekend. Some championship battles going on that still have some, uh, I don't know what you want to call it, meaning for the rest of the season. We'll start battle for fourth in the constructors. There's 19 points separating Alpine from McLaren after the Woking outfit suffered a double DNF in Brazil after entering the weekend seven points clear. Uh, the battle for second in the constructors. Mercedes head to Abu Dhabi, only 19 points behind the Scuderia Ferrari, something the Mercedes team would have never believed after the opening few races of this season. There's a battle for second in the drivers. Uh, Sergio Perez and Charles Leclerc go to the final race in Abu Dhabi, level on 290 points in the battle for second in the drivers' title fight. Uh, Red Bull have never had a 1-2 finish in the Drivers' Championship in their history as a team. Um, if both drivers were to fail to score or find a way to tie while both score points, Charles Leclerc would finish ahead since he's won more races. The only other storyline coming into the race I was looking at was the fact that Mercedes were still trying to win this season. It took over 20 races, but the eight-time Constructors' Champions finally got the win they've been after all season. Maybe even with the driver, they wouldn't have expected to be the one victorious. Now we're going to go over my predictions for the race. Uh, I said the sprint winner and race winner would be different. 
And uh, I was wrong with the prediction and was even more surprised by who delivered this L to me. The fact that George Russell won the race was nothing short of impressive. Um, Lewis Hamilton's drive back through the field won him driver of the day, all equally as impressive. Charles Leclerc had an insane drive, also impressive. And Carlos Sainz with everything that went on with his race, also insane. And let's not forget Fernando Alonso starting far back, three-stopping, and still managing to finish P5. Um, Lando Norris to finish in the top six was my next prediction, which looked like a great pick until he received his five-second time penalty and fell to P12 before retiring due to mechanical failure late on in the race. I set a Mercedes double podium, and not only a double podium, but a 1-2 finish for the Silver Arrows at Interlagos. My next prediction was a Red Bull DNF. I was incorrect here. Although the moment of contact between Verstappen and Hamilton left a split second wondering whether or not either of them would have terminal damage, but not nearly enough was um, nearly not nearly enough damage was incurred um, for that to happen. My last prediction was Sebastian Vettel to be in the points. He finished P11 behind his teammate, which couldn't have made this pick any closer to becoming true. And the only real reason it didn't come true was because he was stuck out during the last safety car on older, harder tires than the people behind him. Being denied points by his teammate, though, is quite rough, especially when it's Lance Stroll. Uh, reviewing my podium predictions now, what I predicted was Hamilton signs Russell. And wouldn't you know it, I got the people right, but in the wrong order. The actual was obviously Russell, Hamilton signs. That's the closest I've been all season. I will take it and I will run with it. But anyways, that's all I have for the Sao Paulo Grand Prix recap. What a race. I did not do it justice with that recap. Um, hopefully you guys enjoyed it, and I'll be with you for the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix next time. I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.